from the studio of Adventist World Radio Pune. A very warm welcome to you. This is our international English service. In our program today, we bring you an inspiring message and songs of praise. You will hear God's word to strengthen you spiritually. You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Here's a melodious song.
on our programs, you are welcome to write to us on this postal address. Adventist Media Center, Post Box 1446, Market Yard, Pune, 411037, Maharashtra, India. You can also log into our website to hear all our programs, which is www.awr.org. Before we hear God's word, here's a melodious song.
the studios of Adventist Media Center, Pune. We have Helen Jacob presenting God's Word. We have a guest speaker, Pastor Anupam Narangi, who will break the bread of life. Good day, listeners. What is the problem with the world today? And what is the greatest need of the world today? You and I may say the greatest need is for someone to go and tell the world about God and about His saving grace. Yes, that is the greatest need. But then, who is going to go and tell them all this? If God calls you, are you available? That's the title of my lesson today. Are you available? You know, Isaiah 6, 8 says, Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. You know, this talk is particularly exciting in that we see how Isaiah was called to be a prophet of God. The story is very clear in its telling. We can learn so many great truths from this one chapter. If the chapter were to be summed up in one word, the word would be calling. The process of Isaiah's calling is clear in the text. The vision of heaven, Isaiah's acknowledgement of his sin, the forgiveness given by the seraph by bringing the coal to Isaiah's lips, and the call and response of God and Isaiah is a wonderful view into how God calls his people to work for him. It is important to note three things. Number one, calling. Number two, forgiveness. And the third point is response. These three elements are the backbone of any call from God. For us to be useful to God, we have to understand who we are. Moses is a great example of this procedure that God uses when he calls his leaders to a task or for a purpose. There was an author who was working in the yard one day. His four-months-old daughter was in a chair next to him. He suddenly decided that he needed to run down to the street in his car to do something. So he called his wife and told her he was taking their daughter with him. They got into the car and drove to the downtown area, which was real close. On a busy street, suddenly the car died. It was a hot day and with no air conditioning, the baby was getting uncomfortable very quickly. The author jumped out and tried to find someone with a cell phone. You see, he had hurriedly made a decision to go to town and he had forgotten his at home. He asked a few people who looked at him strangely. Then he grabbed his daughter, ran into a store to use the phone, but they wouldn't let him use it. He was worried about his car and about his daughter. But very little could be done. He finally found someone who would let him use the phone. 
He called his house, but his wife didn't pick up the phone. Trouble! After a while, he was finally able to reach her and get things going again. But he learned something that day. What he learned was, it is always good to be connected. It is good to know that you can get hold of someone who will be available to you when you need them and you can be available to them as well. Sometimes it seems as if we were all alone and there is nothing we can do for God. However, the story of Isaiah shows us that all we need is the desire to be available to God so that He can forgive us and use us as He sees fit. However, if we don't connect, we don't know that He's calling us. The story of Isaiah being called is very unique. Let's listen to it. In the year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah writes, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying, and they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and the thresholds shook and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips. And I live among a people of unclean lips and my eyes have seen the King, the Almighty Lord. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it, he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I. Send me. He said, Go and tell this people, Be ever hearing but never understanding. Be ever seeing but never perceiving. Make the heart of this people calloused. Make their ears dull and close their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn and be healed. Then I said, For how long, Lord? And he answered, Until the cities lie ruined and without inhabitant, until the houses are left deserted and the fields ruined and ravaged, until the Lord has sent everyone far away and the land is utterly forsaken. And though a tenth remains in the land, it will be again laid waste. But as the terebinth and the oak leave stumps when they are cut down, so the holy seed will be the stump in the land. This story is found in Isaiah 
chapter 6. Now there are four things which we have to take note of. When God calls us to partner with Him, to make the world understand Him more, it is often through God's preemption that it is initiated. In other words, God comes to us first. We call this provenient grace. It means that He moved first. Acts 9 has a great example of this in the calling of the Apostle Paul. While he was still persecuting Christians, he was called into a relationship with Jesus Christ. The second point, after the light from heaven shone on him, Saul, Paul, immediately realized who he was in the eyes of God. It seems like a theme that when a person encounters God, they also encounter themselves as they really are. We have lots of ways to justify and rationalize the things we do and the people we are. However, God sees through all of that into the depths of our soul. The Bible tells us He knows the number of our hairs on our head. Remember Matthew 10.30? Therefore, it is safe to say that God knows us. When we see ourselves as God sees us, it is often a powerful reminder of how unworthy we are to be so loved by God. In every person, this is a third point, in every person that God calls, there is a time for response. That is, when we decide whether or not we are going to receive the call of God and do as He asks, or if we are going to ignore the call of God and go about our business. In the Bible, we see examples of those who have decided to ignore the call of God on their lives for various reasons. The rich young ruler, he comes to mind. In fact, Moses did all that he could in order to ignore the call of God. He even tried to give the call to his own brother Aaron, whom he believed to be much more eloquent than himself. But when God calls, either we say no or we say yes and accept the blessings God has for us in our lives. Number four, once you have responded to the call of God in your life in a positive manner, be prepared for your life to change rapidly. There are literally hundreds of examples of this in the Bible. Here are a few. Moses, Abraham, Noah, Isaac, Jacob, Paul, the disciples, and the list goes on and on and on. Are you ready for your life to change in a way that you never imagined? Say yes to God and you can find out what he has for you. My friends, God is calling you today to do something for Him. Can you hear Him? How are you going to respond to Him? Are you going to say yes to His call? Let's bow our heads for prayer. Thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for seeing us worthy to be partakers of the work you have in this world. Bless us, dear God, so that we make a positive response to your call. 
help us dear god to recognize your voice and to say yes to your call so that we become partakers and part workers with thee thank you dear god for listening to my prayer in jesus name i ask amen
we have almost come to the end of our broadcast. To know more on God's Word, you are always welcome to write to us. Adventist Media Center, Post Box 1446, Market Yard, Pune 411037, Maharashtra, India. And you can email us at Helen at gmail.com HelenRichesV at gmail.com H-E-L-E-N-R-I-C-H-E-S-V at gmail.com You can contact us with your prayer requests and your interest for Bible study at these numbers. Center of Digital Evangelism, CDE, 000-800-040-140-1704. Or you can message us directly at plus one seven four seven two eight two two eight eight zero. Our WhatsApp number is Plus nine one nine zero 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 eight nine zero nine three, and you can email us at Helen Riches V at Gmail dot com. H E L E N R I C H E S V at Gmail dot com. We invite you to visit us on our website www.awr.org This is David and I am Madhuri signing off at AWR. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Till then, we wish you goodbye, goodbye and, and God, God bless. bless.